So, Rebecca, at the end of our last episode with Margaret Cho, which I loved, by the way, you said you were headed for Hanukkah parties. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> that's pretty exciting. And I got a couple invites this year, which I feel pretty good about. And I feel like it really cements my status as an honorary Jew. Because you know <laughs> how I feel about my honorary Judah. Totally. Um, but I'm, I'm still kind of nervous. I kind of feel like I might screw up or like say something weird. Or do I need to know Hebrew? Like, what's going on? By the <laughs> way, that's my daughter. Oh, she's Serafina at- is also excited for her first Hanukkah party. Well, you got to start start early. Um, yes. So don't. It's going to be pretty early because she'll be less than a month old. <laughs> well, you know, I we're we're paving the way to her understanding her Jewish identity. Um, That's true. <laughs> um, so. I think just relax. There's kind of a huge variety of what it means. And I, it's so awesome. I love Hanukkah. I love that it's about gifts and presents. And my mom was like the best at presents. Mia, she's so good. And, and family and delicious fried food. I mean, you know, I know you love fried food. Right. Like how can yes. you fight Okay, that? well, so I'm really good at fried food. I am pretty good at presents. Do I bring presents for everybody at every Hanukkah party I go to? Um, I think it depends on the Hanukkah party. Definitely worth asking, um, but probably not. Maybe there'll be like a white elephant thing. I don't know. It depends on who's inviting you, how many people, if there's kids. But usually just like fun games and people being together and lighting candles and these sort of early, these winter evenings where it's dark kind of early. And there's it's just something feels so warm and homey and family about it it kind of defines that for me um and there's just all these smells associated with it like sugar and fried potatoes you know um, those are i could basically make a perfume out of that and live happily for the rest of my life all right so i am still a little nervous so i'm going to ask our our i don't know dare i call her our educator <laughs> Franny Silverman to talk to us about the best tips for a non-Jew at a Hanukkah party. Awesome. I cannot wait to hear what she tells you. All right. Here we go to Franny. Hello to the lovely Franny Silverman, artist, uh, super Jew, mom, and I'm really going to avoid trying to make this bad joke again, but educator. So Franny, tell everybody who's listening, how do you mash up? Um, So I am a Jew lady who was (laughs) born to two Jew folk um, from a long line of Jews. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, I met a guy whose name was Mike Newman. So I was like, must be a Jew. Turned out he was not born a Jew. But he is How now is a Jew. Newman not a Jew? I don't know, man. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. But um, but he is now a Jew. He has come over to the Jew side, um, which is great. But we are, we are technically a mashup family. I mean, we go to my in-laws for Christmas. Right. Right. Well, you know, at Mashup HQ, we like to say that we are helping America one in-law at a time. Now, this is especially important when the holidays come rolling around and um, an awkward, I'm not going to say racist, but I am going to say racist, sometimes racist racist Thanksgiving meal or whatever. Um, So with our awkward in-law family situations, I I mean, I'm assuming that I'm going to make the assumption that that this may happen with you and your in-laws sometimes too, especially when it comes to Hanukkah. 
Yeah. I mean, I think like with all of the Jewish holidays, when there's, oh, it's really only Hanukkah and Passover that tend to overlap or that, or that we, I tend to be at my in-laws for. Um, yeah. So there's, they are really, there's like a, like, an, a, you know, a, a, a generous exoticizing of my <laughs> presence, which is like, we have a live person who celebrates Hanukkah in our presence. You know, so um, the one, one Hanukkah Christmas, slash Christmas when we were there, um, when they over when Hanukkah and Christmas overlapped, we, I walked in. And it was really early on in our relationship, um, and I walked into their home, and you know it was like all like, all of the tchotchkes around the house. Tchotchke is a Jewish word for <laughs> bric-a-brac or whatever. Um, were replaced by like Christmas tchotchkes, <laughs> like nutcrackers, and the wreaths were like replaced by Christmas. So it was like fully decorated home, um, with special Christmas items, and then like uh. Like a silver menorah. Did they have a Jew corner? They had a Jew corner. They totally had a Jew corner. (laughs) That's exactly right. Just like in Rite Aid. Um, And so they they had a Jew corner with like eight or nine plus the middle candle, nine candles lit fully like lit lit candles like all of them um just like they were you know i I don't know other like smelly candles right but wait okay so let's let's get into this so we're really interested in being good non-jews the best non-jews at a hanukkah party and so i'm guessing from your tone that having all nine candles lit at just at any point is not the way to go with this right so it's like lighting the candles is like a it's like a it's like an advent calendar kind of right it it like keeps the time so one candle is the first day two candles is the second day but really there's always there's never only one candle there's always a helper candle because a candle can't light itself (laughs) i don't know um so yeah so typically unless it's the last night or last night of hanukkah there would not be eight Plus one okay. candles lit. Okay. Well, so yeah. let's let's get into what the candles actually are. So there's eight candles. There's eight nights yeah. of Hanukkah. There's the helper candle. Why are there eight? And what happens when we're lighting them? Like, is okay. there is there an appropriate way to do this? Things to say? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's like yes, there are rituals and customs associated with it. I mean, the truth of the matter is like it's not wrong to do. Nobody is. It's not. There's not going to be lightning struck or whatever. <laughs> but. Um, so in the temple, <laughs> back in ancient times, um, there were, um, menorahs that had six branches, like six candles plus a helper candle. And so the Hanukkah menorah, which is actually called a Hanukkah, but it's, we, everybody just calls it a menorah, is adopted from that, um, except it has eight, uh, candle things for, um, for the eight days of Hanukkah, which is a whole other reason why it's eight days. But anyways, that's that story. So there is a blessing. There's like number one blessing that you say anytime anything happens for the first time in Jewish anything. So like we could say it right now because this, this is the, the first time we're like wait, having wait, a can podcast. Can we bless our podcast? Yeah. Can do, do it? it? Yeah. Okay. I'll do it to a Hanukkah tune blessing. Ready? Do it. Um, Baruch Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. You should dance while you do this. Shehechianu for bringing us life. Vekiyamanu and for sustaining us. Vehigianu and for actually bringing us here. Lazman Hazet to this exact moment in time. Um, thank you. I feel so blessed. Our podcast is is so. I feel glorious now. 
This is great. So that's the first. That's the first blessing, I think, that, or maybe it's the last <laughs> one. Anyways, I'm, it's only said on the first day. Okay. Um, then there are blessings. And for then each there's also. and that well and then you say that one and then you say two more blessings okay. and then like a long paragraph. If you're my mom, you say that also oh. and then you sing some songs. Well, but not we, everybody does all that. If you were to say, if I yeah. and my kin were to go to a Hanukkah party in Brooklyn. Which we're planning on going to in just a couple days. I mean, are we going to be singing? What's that? Do I need I, to sing? I don't. I mean, do I need first to of all, you study? do not. No, you do not <laughs> okay. even anything. Um, it's always good. Like if you, first of all, number one, Jews are so different from each other. You could be going to. I have. They might not even light candles at the Hanukkah party what? you're going to. I know. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be such a thing? You'd be like, I came for the candles. <laughs> um, it's like maybe the, it's likely that they will but I have definitely been at Hanukkah parties where there was no candle lighting that was part of it um, but ideally there is and you would definitely not be expected to know the blessing um, it would just be like one of those moments where you can like stand back and like watch other people do their weird other people thing <laughs> but it would be awesome be like theater yeah totally All right, ritual so is theater what else should I expect at a Hanukkah party um Again, like, it depends on the people. I don't know who you hang with, Amy. (laughs) I hear that there is going to be potatoes and sugar. Yeah, so there's definitely going to be, most likely there's going to be latkes or lackeys. I know. Wait, is there, okay, so this is a a big question for me. um, How do you pronounce it? Uh, I always say latkes or potato pancakes if I'm in mixed company. <laughs> um, my grandmother, who put sugar on her latkes, always, yeah, always said latkes okay. because of where her parents emigrated from. They came from a place where, like, so instead of challah, she would say chali and latke. <laughs> and, like, everything ended with, and like, e. an E, Amy, Franny. Mm, ah. mm-hmm. um, but usually the, like, dipping sauces are applesauce and sour cream okay. because why not right oh, it's delicious so um there will be potato pancakes yeah there will be there may be sufganiot which is the i know <laughs> sufganiot it's a hebrew word for fancy jelly donut <laughs> oh, fancy fried delicious. thing with stuffed with more sugar stuff <laughs> yeah um yeah so that is something that sometimes people have but i just got off the phone with a friend who's a Jew person who grew up in on the West Coast in Portland who is having a Hanukkah party and she was like freaking out because she's never had Sufkani. Like she didn't even know that donuts were a thing. So she was like, it might be an East Coast thing. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. All right. So, okay. Um, do I need to bring food also? Should I, do I bring presents? Is it like a... No, I mean, I would say no. I would treat it like a like your average like adult gathering. Like bring a bottle of wine if you feel like you need to bring something or like bring some weird Jew kitsch. There's a lot of like Jew kitsch out there that I really? think is really fun. And it, Okay, so tell me. I love that. I am pro at shopping online yeah. for tchotchkes. Yeah. However, is it tacky for me to bring Jew kitsch if I'm a oh. non-Jew? Interesting. I or is it appreciated and ironic? I am always into Jew kitsch. Okay. Like I think, but but it's a good question. I think like if you are bringing it, like like I think it would be. I, personally, I would feel weirded out if somebody brought me like a really nice Judaica item that they might have <laughs> bought at the Temple Judaica store, um, that maybe like they bought for my mom or something. Like that would be weird. But if it was like I, my best Jew kitsch gift ever was. Um, were these sets of glasses. You may have seen them. Other people in Brooklyn have them. <laughs> They're the rabbi glasses from 
the Gisetti or at oh, that store, mm-hmm. and they're like fake rabbis on e- one fake rabbi on each glass. Are there eight of them? No, there's only four, but oh, you could buy okay. two sets. I could buy two sets. <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate that because on Facebook um, this morning, as I was scrolling through and doing a feeding my daughter, um, I saw that there was a place, and I, it's more of a DIY present, but you could make dreidels with like a, like a blue marshmallow, and it was a white and blue and chocolate dreidel. That also showed up on my feed because okay. the internet Obviously. knows all the things that we are paying attention to. Yeah, um, you could. You could just bring, you could bring like a, a kit. You could bring like a party activity of like pretzels, marshmallows, Hershey Kisses. Forget the blue thing. You don't need that. Oh, so you, blue, is blue not really real? No, it's like a blue and white thing that's like a jewel colors Okay, because they're the colors of Israel flag. Oh, I see. Yeah. That makes more oh. sense now. All right. So it sounds to me like, I mean, barring lighting all the candles, barring blowing out all the candles, which I know is yeah, an no, definitely issue. don't blow out the candles. <laughs> like you should not. I mean, it's basically the same rule as any like any ritual where there's candle lighting. Like, don't blow out the fucking candles. <laughs> like, well, you don't blow out somebody's birthday candles if it's not your birthday. You don't blow them out. You don't blow out the Hanukkah candles you definitely don't blow out Shabbat candles like you just don't blow but it will like there are I have been places where people are like freaked out because the candles will be in one room and sometimes at Hanukkah parties like all the Jews might bring their own menorah like you might have a like so there could be like B-Y-O-M yeah totally (laughs) no yeah okay so you could buy yourself a menorah I'm gonna buy my own menorah um, yeah that's definitely happening so we're not blowing out candles. We're not lighting candles when they're not our candles to light. We don't blow out other people's birthday candles. You can BYOM. You should be prepared to eat potatoes and jelly donuts, which sounds awesome to me. And I am feeling very well prepared now um, to be an excellent non-Jew at a Hanukkah party. I got to go get my menorah. And for anybody who's listening, um, there is a full list of tips on how to be the best non-Jew at a Hanukkah party at mashupamericans.com. You can also check out some of Franny's other wonderful contributions to our site, such as your tips for the best new Jew year. Okay, Amy, so now you have the tips from Franny. You're totally ready to fit in our honorary Jew. What's your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway is do not blow out any candles ever. No flame (laughs) blowing out. Keep all the fires lit. Yes, I think that is really good. That should just be the number one. So awesome. Anyways, if you have any pressing mashup etiquette questions, we got you. Check out how to be the best non-Catholic at Mass, a.k.a. enjoy the ceremony. And it's okay to kneel, even if you're not Catholic. Uh, It's all at mashupamericans.com. Oh, and hey, if you're digging our podcast, do us a favor. Go give it a five-star rating in iTunes. Your love helps us spread the love. So thanks. Next time on the show, we're going to be talking about 23andMe. Amy and I have both just taken a deep dive into our genetic makeups with a few surprises. So we're going to ask a population geneticist to help explain it all for us and get into some really, really interesting questions. Nothing will make you feel more mashed up than this. And so proud to be a mashup. So see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. The Mashup Americans are me, Rebecca Lair, and my girl, Amy Choi. Our show is produced by American Public Media and Southern California Public Radio, KPCC. 
We're also supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. And before I go, I have one thing that may be the best way for you to prepare for a Hanukkah party. It's a reminder of the contributions that great Jews have made to our country. A true work of art. Put on your yarmulke, here comes Hanukkah. So much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights.